Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the Arrow panel. This is a live dance game discussion show where we talk about lots of different things that are dance game related, DDR related. Um, unfortunately, our normal host, Buzzard, is out for this week. He's on vacation. Which is good. You all should take vacations if you can. Um, so we're filling in a little bit for the, the host things. Uh, everything is dark, apparently. Which is, oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Cool. We're okay. good. We're back. Closing that. Uh, cool. So I'm Jeff Funga. Uh, let's do introductions. I'm Omid, aka Demo. And I'm Roger Clark. At Roger Clark on Twitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> at Bro Mead, if that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. at Funga underscore. <laughs> or someone took Funga. Without, yeah, that's cool. Uh, okay, so uh, today's episode is kind of focused on. Uh, it's a little bit different than what we normally do. We're kind of focusing just on like how DDR specifically has kind of changed our lives and how it's affected like things outside the realm of the game. Um, so this is not so much like a hard discussion about DDR, like the mechanics or anything like that. We're really talking a lot about uh, just kind of feels things. So the title of this episode is Feelings Won't Fade, because it's a which good song. Was, which was hotly debated, but ultimately I think Jeff did have the best suggestion, so good on Wait, you. that's not, that was yours, That right? was yours. Yeah. Oh, well, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. It's, it's, it's a great song. It, it is, is a great, great song. song. It, it, the it, right gives, it gives me feelings when I hear it. <laughs> For the record, so. I suggested I feel, so you can, I don't know, what was your suggestion? I, uh, something special. Was, it was, it was yeah. the very beginning, was, but just like, it was a special episode. We were all there. Did, did Dalton have, I don't remember if Dalton had a suggestion. I don't think Dalton, no. That's Dalton. fine. But, Searching. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm not doing that one. Um, but we want to, so I want to uh, talk to you a little bit, Omid, since you're sure. the uh, special guest on our show. So. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your dance game history. Uh, for sure. When did you start playing? Well, I'll just start by saying thanks for having me on. Like, I think this show is really sweet, and like, I uh, play a lot of other games competitively, and I think that they also have this kind of thing. So it's cool that this is a thing. And uh, I've been playing dance games for 17 years. Um, That's a long time. It's a very long time. I'm 29, so you can do the math. Uh, 30 this year. And. Um, yeah, I mean, I play DDR, I teach you now, exclusively to work out. Um, exclusively kind of, to work out? That's false. Obviously, that's <laughs> false. Uh, I am a very competitive person. Um, like Jeff said in a previous episode, like, he feels, you know, he doesn't rival people. He, he is all about getting the highest score. Part of me resonates with you, but I also feel like when I see people like, you know, Roger, um, Jerry, uh, other like Sappy, other like local players, like California players, uh, Dalton, obviously. Um, I want to rival you guys because you guys lift me up and make me better. Yeah. So I'm kind of in the middle. So yeah. that's kind of how I approach um, DDR ITG. I never really got into pump. Um, yeah, I don't know. It depends how much you want to hear and how much we want to break it down the rest of the episode. I, th uh, I think we got a long time to talk, and yeah. we're probably just going to go all over the map. I sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think uh, I think that um, DDR for me entered my life at right, uh, kind of like pun intended, right on time. Yeah. Um, also, I, yeah. Um, although not originally DDR song, but still it works. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like. I just stumbled on it. My first song, so a lot of people actually don't know this, so cool trivia for, for you. Um, the first song I ever passed in DDR was Dropout Trick. Interesting. You just like randomly played it? On fourth it, mix. You ra like, was it just like, I'm going to pick I, this random song, or did you like I fail had, a bunch and then... No, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, I just like scrolled through songs, Dropout sounded cool. I picked it because I knew that how that mechanic worked. I didn't even, I couldn't, I was like 12, 13, I didn't know what the difficulties were. Played it once, failed. Um, I put in a new credit, played the same exact song, went to the same thing, and I passed it. Nice. 
I, I don't remember what I got, but it was like probably like a D or whatever. Um, but like from that moment, um, and like big shout out to my mom if she's watching this or whatever. But like she bought me like a soft pad. I did the whole thing of like playing at home. Um, and eventually, like that grew into like the arcade scene, which was like I can spend forever talking about, which we probably will talk about. Um, and uh, I was really depressed for a long time. And high school is a shitty time for me, as I'm sure it's. High school is different. I, I feel like we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so so I'll I'll, I'll stop temporarily there. Um, but I'll, I'll just say that I found DDR at the right time. My mom and dad uh, bought me stuff, drove me to arcades. I met a lot of people that way. Um, and now it's really about like yeah, getting good scores. Like trying to. I used to be like a really great ITG player, so kind of like trying to get those skills back by playing now uh, has been a big driving force for me. Uh, another pun intended. I was like, I was, I was uh, driving force classical. What a yep, good song. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, that's song. that's kind of a hodgepodge <laughs> of information. So I'll, I'll kind of like you guys can interview me as you desire, but um, I also want to hear like your stories also. So yeah, feel free. Like I'm I'm not like the host. You like oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, the, our our hosts on vacation, yeah. so yeah. we can do whatever we so, want. Yeah. So, so <laughs> there's no rules. So so when I think about the the most impactful thing DDR did for me. It was giving me a sense of belonging to a community and and realizing that others are like looking at me as like someone who is like not the like lowest common denominator. Yeah. Like I was that, seen that was... as like someone who is good. So I'm curious what was like that moment for you guys? I, I think that happened to me too, and it was the DDR was the first time that I was ever looked at I was I was good academically when I was younger. Um just that's just like a side effect of being a nerd but um other than that i mean like i wasn't good at really anything and with ddr i you know i wasn't that great to begin with but eventually i, I, I became so obsessed with it that like you know i just got good based on that mm -hmm. and people were like oh well like you're really good i'm gonna ask you for your opinion on this or you know things like that and i think that anytime you achieve like that kind of standing in a scene it, you know, it makes you feel great because people look up to you. Yeah. And um, when I was a, when I was a teenager, I again, like like you said, I, I was I was depressed. Like I was in the lived in a really small town, middle of nowhere, not a whole lot going on. Yeah. Um, and like growing up as like a, a video game nerd, as a computer nerd <laughs> back then. It wasn't like a socially acceptable thing, especially in a, in a, in a really small town kind of like rural environment. Yeah, like somewhere like LA is like way more acceptable or, or here is like way more acceptable. Yeah, exactly. Every, everyone was a football player. Sure. They were, you know, they, they were they were talking about sports all the time or not talking about anything. And when <laughs> I found DDR, it was like, okay, well, this is this is something that I can try at and I'm getting good at it to the point where people from outside of my region are, are being like, who is this guy? His, his scores look pretty good. And like that, I think that is like, that was a really big turning point in my life mm -hmm. as, as a teen because then I, I, was, I had like some kind of social position yeah. in a scene mm -hmm. that I didn't have before. And that was huge for me. Yeah. I think it's similar for me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that I kind of resonated with, though I I grew up in an area that was, um, like it was I guess more like L.A. than the East it was. Coast. Yeah, it was East Coast, New Jersey. But like I was very near the break, so it was just like for sure. Like 
New Jersey was like, even though it doesn't sound like an interesting state, it was actually a very important state for like dance games and like in the group location test, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, like it's the the sense of belonging. I think was like I went through middle school like not really finding my group. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, well, the nerds, like I I do well and I like kind of identify with them, but. I want to like expand my horizons a little bit, but I'm not a jock, and I'm not. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm not like pretty or something. I can't hang out with the pretty people. So uh, yeah, like DDR was just something that like I did kind of like casually for a long, long time. And I think I remember like my first year of high school or something. I uh, it was during the summer. I went to like a boardwalk, and they had DDR Supernova there. And I like I waited for like an hour and a half to play a set because like. I was way younger and way smaller than everyone else that was there. And uh, <laughs> so th I was like, I put my coin up and I'm like waiting to play. And everyone was like, oh yeah, you'll get the next one. And they're like, you know, someone plays and then that same guy plays with his friend. Oh yeah, my friend's up, he wants to play with me. You know, they like, yeah. just kind of like, <laughs> I know how that goes. they messed around with me a little bit. And I'm just like, I'm waiting patiently and kind of like scheming yeah. in the back of my head. Yeah. And then I, when I finally got up and played, I like was better than every single one of them. And they all just came up to me after and was like, dude, wait, how did you do that part? Like, oh, yeah. they, they wanted to be my friend. Like, that's the second yeah. they, they saw I was good. I think that's the, that's the I, best part about yeah. going somewhere, anywhere, that has a DDR machine and playing. There's people there. And if you're good, like, not, not only do they respect you because you're good at the game, but they can also immediately tell that they have so much stuff in their heads that you also have in your head, right? Yeah. Like, it's like instantly, it's like, okay, well, I have the song list in my head, we can talk about all the songs, <laughs> we can talk about all the parts and all the all the charts, yep. and like the history, and like immediately you just have so much in common with, with whoever it is that you're talking to, yeah. that like, it's, I, I think it's one of the most amazing things about it. You just make friends instantly. Yeah. Anyone I meet so... at the arcade, yeah. Oh, sorry. Please finish. Yeah. Anyone I meet at the arcade now, I meet so many new people who are coming back to play DDR Ace now, and instantly it's just like, oh yeah, you, you used to play back in Extreme. Yeah, oh, me guys. too. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like I remember blah 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 blah, and like, yeah, like I'll add you on Facebook. I'll, you know, like, what's your number? Stuff like that. It just happens so fast. Yeah. yeah. And I think when when you talk to just any old person on the street, like, you know, you can you can get to that level eventually mm -hmm. but it doesn't happen as like instantly mm -hmm. as as something like this totally yeah i was gonna say that's a this is like an excellent segue for me to share the story that i was like near and dear to my heart which is um which happened last october um i so for work i'm a researcher and part of the benefit of being a researcher at a big company i work at facebook um is you know we have a ton of users we have two billion users yeah and um we like having an americentric approach will not get you the insights of two billion people yeah it'll you know get you a very small percentage of that because america has like what 310 million people total or 330 whatever yeah so um you know i led this uh field work um uh in thailand and um one of the amazing things that happened was in the middle of this uh work they're like long nine hour days, basically like a lot of research, like when you're in the lab, you have a translator, just like a lot of cognitive effort. Like you have to be present, you have to make sure your team's present, um, you know, behind the glass. Uh, there's just, there's a lot that goes into it beforehand. Anyways, it gets exhausting. In the middle of this trip, I decided that I was just gonna find the biggest arcade. Yeah. 
and go hang out with rhythm gamers because that's how I unwind. Like I go sweat it out, right? I go like play, uh, you know, whatever rhythm game it is. Usually it's DDR, but you know, I love 2DX also. And um, what happened was I ended up like being, I stayed there for like five hours. It was this giant mall in the middle of Bangkok, like the biggest mall in Bangkok. And the top floor is just this giant arcade. And I met a ton of like 16 to 20 year old players just like you were talking about, exchange pleasantries, and it's just like, oh, like, you're really good. Like, teach me how to, like, do this crossover. Teach me how to, like, you know, can you play this so I can watch? Can you, like, PFC this? Like, sure, that's easy, whatever, right? And um, I ended up taking every single area score. Every single song I played, I took every <laughs> single area score for five hours. That's awesome. And it was, whole, it, to me, it was, like, funny, but it was, like, um, I got Facebook messages from them later, and they've one of them, one of the kids even posted in the DDR players group, yeah, I which I recommend that. you all join. It's a great way to keep in touch. That like, yeah, there was like this person demo that like took all the scores in Thailand yeah. and inspired them to get better. Yeah, and that's, that's what good. I love. Like, the, like the fact that like, I I loved hanging out with them and I love that they were able to reconnect with me after, and say that like, yo, you being there made me better. Like. How like how is that not just like the best thing you yeah, can ever hear? Like I like you your existence made me a better player at this thing that I love. I think for me the the biggest influence on me was seeing good players when I when I sucked, and it, it was it, oh, it's too. a really complicated thing because I, I met a lot of people who were good and most of them were older than me. Mm-hmm. I was I was like fifteen or sixteen, yeah. and a lot of the good players were like you know in their early twenties and stuff, and I think that. You know, when I was a teenager, I don't think most of my friends at school had a reason to interact with many people who were significantly older than them. Yeah. yeah. And with DDR, it was it was really nice because not only were they good at DDR, but they were also in like a different stage of life where yeah. I could see like, oh wait, like these people, they're they're in college or they're like, you know, off living in this, you know, bigger city. I ended up moving out of my small hometown to a, a much bigger city in, in Ohio, in Columbus, Ohio, just because I wanted to be closer to all the good DDR players <laughs> who were older than me, who were like, you know, better at life than I was. And just like watching all of that was really inspiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, wow, wow, I totally lost my train of thought. Someone else, someone else say something. So, I mean, I think that um, what, uh, what Jeff, Chris, and Hudson did at KSC for me, had that same feeling that the amazing Thai players, if you're watching, yo, um, that that had the same effect for me. Like, I was like, wow, like, DDR is, like, actually, like, a legitimate thing again. Like, um, yeah. maybe it wasn't legitimate before. Um, I, you know, placed really well in some ITG tournaments. It's usually how people know me is through ITG. I was, like, the first person, like, SC, yeah. go, 60, go, and shit. Like, uh, there's, like, random stuff that I have kept um, that have, like, I don't know, random people just know me. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like what our American trio did, um, uh, and shout outs to Paul, I think you're right there. I hope you know you get the next uh, invite. Um, you know, that that to me had the same kind of effect. Hopefully that triggers something that you were thinking about. I, well, I was thinking actually about the stages of life. Right? <laughs> I, was, I was just filling. I was, I was honestly just <laughs> but, like but racking true. my brain about what I was thinking about. <laughs> I would really resonate with like the stages of life thing and meeting older players. like not only fitting in and like I found some people in like my high school who liked playing mm-hmm. um, but also I was able like 
I was like 14 or 15 and I was getting good at DDR and all the other good DDR players were like 18, 19, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so it was, it was really interesting. Like I just, I can't believe, it's so like we were, we were very far away like distance wise, but like we had a very similar experience. Like yeah. I watched a lot of these people and they came from a lot of different stages of life and walks of life. Like <laughs> one thing I love about the DDR community, especially on the East Coast, I think, was that it was like very diverse. Like mm -hmm. a lot of my friends were not white. And uh, in my high school, actually, it was like, um, it must have been like 40% white and like 40% Asian or something. It was like a, it was a magnet school. You had to like apply. So you, it picked kind of disproportionately from high, like upper middle class kind of residents. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like a lot of the people around me were like one or two different kinds of races, but like I'd go to the break and like you just see people of all different walks of life, like people who live in like really shitty neighborhoods, people who uh, are like fairly, fairly all like, I was like more on the well-off side in terms of like where I came from demographically. Mm -hmm. But uh, so it was really interesting to be able to talk to these people and get insights into like, oh, you know, they're playing today because it's their one day off a week from yeah. work. They, they work the other six days and they work 50 hours because they have to hold down two jobs yeah. because they live in the city and it's a rough life for them, mm -hmm. you know? But this is like their one outlet. And so it really does give you perspective Absolutely. on how different other people's lives can be. And like a lot of activities I feel like don't give you that same like level of insight because there's some barrier to, to entry. Like, yeah. or there's already a culture around it, which like I, I, the biggest thing that comes to mind is like, I can't imagine anyone being invested in like polo or like something like, <laughs> but you can imagine like but if you were really sure into even like golf or Yeah, something. or golf. Like yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. really into yeah, yeah. golf, yeah. you're probably already like, like the people you interact with in that sense are all probably already coming from one sort of demographic yeah. or one way of life. Because it costs a lot of money exactly. to enter it. Yeah. But any, like a lot of people can play It's very DR. exclusive. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the the problem. Not Especially golf. back then, it was like 50 cents, 75 cents for a game. And yeah. I mean that, it, a lot of people joke, oh yeah, I spend so much money at the arcade, but you put some coins in a DDR machine and you play for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's actually a pretty cheap form of entertainment yeah. compared to lots of other things that you could be doing. Exactly. So yeah. I think there's just like the, the, the barrier for entry is fairly low with DDR. Yeah. And so like, I got exposed to just like so many different kinds of people. And I really think that helped me like look at myself and reflect on yeah. who I am and who I want to be and what sort of like in a very like chameleon-like way, like what are the best parts of all these people exactly. and how have they gotten through? You just, you just through absorb it. all the yeah, good Yeah, like parts. this person has gone through like an insane struggle. Like they have to work super hard and they have like their parents are disabled or something and they have to not only work all these jobs, but they also want to blow off some steam and they like mm -hmm. to try to yeah. support this, this their family and also this other thing. And so like, I want to be as, you know, independent and strong as that person. And then I look at someone else who's like super good at the game because they play all the time. I'm like, I want to be like that. I want to take the dedication yeah. and the strength of that person and like integrate that into to myself as a person. So like, it's it's so crazy how like because DDR to me is just not a game that has four arrows. Like, oh it yeah, is, it is, and I don't think it is to anyone who I, watches this dude, show or people yeah, ask me if I, I play video games, and I'm like, ah, eh, not really. <laughs> but like, wait a second, like actually, <laughs> yeah, because it's not just it's not a video game in the classic sense. Yeah. It's not. That's just Roger being humble right there. Well, like, I I mean I, I play DDR all the time, games. but like thinking about like I don't go home every night and turn on the the Switch or the the PS4 or whatever because. Yeah. Usually I'm at the arcade, yeah. or on the computer or something. <laughs> and but yeah, DDR to me just doesn't even seem like doesn't even seem yeah. like a like a 
just like a game or anything. It's just this is this thing that I do it's because it's so tool. important. It's honestly, like, yeah, I, I agree with what both of you are saying. Yeah. I, I think, like, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention Ryan Duckamuck Iyengar. I love Ryan. Because, um, and I, I kind of enjoy how we're bouncing around because you learn, like, little nuggets here and there. Um, I, I think that, so one of the funniest things, I'll start with this because I, I think it's funny. Um, that's why I said it's one of the funny things, uh, clearly. Ryan and I, so Ryan was uh, cool enough to come to Irvine to come to the last tournament that we were yeah, all at. So I was super happy to see him there. It was, it was awesome. I was super happy to see him there. He's one of my best friends to this day. Um, I would take a bullet for him, and I know he'd probably say the same. Um, and we met playing ITG, right? Um, and um, one of the things that we were talking about the last tournament, I think I told you this because it was funny. Yeah. I was like, Ryan and I were just like watching the finals, and uh, Jeff and Chris, as you guys know, <laughs> are just always the most ridiculous players to watch play the game. Um, and unlike Ryan, uh, like, I, I think that these guys are at least three times better than we ever were at our peak. Yeah. And, like, for just to, like, give people out there a sense of, like, what I'm talking about, like, a lot of people know Duckmuck, like, way more than they know me, for sure. Um, he was, like, one of the first people that really, like, did well on, like, PC sim files. Um, and he, like, was just, like, like, the air video that I recorded. <laughs> um, you know, like, he, like, was just a beast. And, like, that was, like, his claim to fame. Um, he also did really well in tournaments. Like, he placed in the first Nato, uh, Nato 6. He got, like, third. I got fourth, which sucks, but whatever. Well, also, for people, who, especially for people who play DDR, yeah. he made... The chart for uh, Delta Max. He made a chart for eight at eight. Oh yeah, uh, he worked on the he worked he, on. He the actually Xbox. worked at Konami yeah, and did true. some yes. charts for the uh, yes. DDR Universe three, I think yeah. it was. And some of that got ported into uh, official DDR. Totally. And uh, so, like, it's actually you've probably so played touch DDR. Charts. Totally, yeah, I totally exactly. forgot about that. You're, exactly. you're absolutely right. But um, my my point in saying this is, yeah, he's like a year or two older than me, so it was like an accessible age. So yeah. you know, uh, bouncing off, riffing off that. But the fact that um, I have met like one of my lifelong friends from a video game isn't an accessible concept to most people. Um, like, oh, I met my wife on WoW. Like, that's something you hear. Like, oh, I met my spouse on WoW. That's a thing, right? Yeah. But like, I've been like JT, like Tizza, another one of my best friends, right? Like, uh, Aaron Eaton, which I don't know if you guys have met, but Squirrel Wrangler from back in the day, I went to his wedding, right? Like, yeah, I just went to I know my you friend's just, stage yeah, I know wedding. You, yeah, you guys, yeah, exactly. So it's like, so when people talk about like feels and like video games, like, I just want to be clear that like, even though while we were like, basically, here's how our relationship works. So like, with Ryan specifically, because we were like, I think the two best players in SoCal for a long time. Um, I would win a tournament, he would win a tournament. I would win a tournament, he would win a tournament. We got in each other's heads. I was I was like the Jeff. I was like the MFC master, and he was like the Chris. He was like only thirteens all the time. Yeah. And we got in each other's heads, and we we abused that, right? But after the tournament, we would like go eat dinner, drink, and talk for like five hours. And like he like he'd be on my couch, I'd be on his couch. Like I I just I don't think that people really can grasp like what games do for people, especially like this game, like. It really does break, like, I, I, you know, I just know people from all walks of life, all SES, like, levels, um, you know, different sexuality, like, preferences, like, 
the most like race, like the most diverse group I have is this group, yeah. which is yeah. really interesting to me. Yeah. I, th I think that's just a side effect of the fact where if you want to play DDR, if you want to play dance games seriously, you have to play on an arcade machine, which means you have to go somewhere to do it. Yeah. And other people are thinking the same thing, yeah. and you're just going to get a mix of, you know, you're just going to get the, the social mixing kind of. Oh, yeah. With, like, playing a game at home, like, even, like, online stuff, there's, there's like, a layer of abstraction there. Totally. Right? Like, you know, you're playing Street Fighter online, or you're playing, like, Dota or something, and... And that's what you, you, can, you can You can meet people, yeah. and, like, the same kinds of things, I'm sure, happen to those, those communities all the time, but, like... A, with DDR, it just seems like a pretty unique thing where, like, you have to actually go there. Most of the time, you end up being in physical contact with them. Mm -hmm. And... Smelly. Yeah, exactly. And there's, <laughs> there's just like it, a... It's not like fighting games where you practice at home and then go to a place... Exactly. ...for a tournament together. Yeah. You're all there, all together. Yeah. 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 All the time. It's just, it's not something, unless you have a machine, which means you've probably been playing for a long time. Yeah. It's not something you get to practice at home. And even now with Ace, you don't get to, yeah. like, you just don't get to yeah. practice at home. I, I like that a lot. I And that is honestly a good draw, because otherwise I would just, like... Sit at home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have a lot of collectors of cabinets in the Bay. I would just pick one and go there. Yeah, yeah you know I, mean? like, I think it's, it's my favorite thing about Ace, is now I... Go to the arcade. I go somewhere, and people are there, yeah, and yeah. I'll see people. Yeah, and I I would probably just sit at home <laughs> on the computer if I if I weren't doing that. By the way, shout outs to Phil, who's been my arcade buddy for a while. I just I, every time I go, I just randomly see him there. So yeah, it's great. It's great. It feels great. So I want to stop for a question, and, and yeah, I sure. want to let everyone know that uh, you can tweet at us sf underscore evolved is our Twitter handle, and you can also post in the chat on YouTube right now and ask us questions about this episode or maybe about other things but you know if you've got any cool stories about like how ddr has has influenced you or touched your life uh we're curious to hear it and i got one from and this is a little janky i'm like getting dalton to like text me on my phone since we don't have a laptop here it's kind of crazy um buzzer we need you uh <laughs> so muhammad asks uh do you feel that the ddr community differs in terms of how developed that area is for instance comparing la with like wisconsin i guess and I think, like, you yeah, have a really interesting story because of how, uh, like, you were, you kind of grew up, like, in a very small, like, rural, rural area, whereas, like, I think we are more on, like, the urban side. Yeah, so, in, in my town, um, I lived in Ashland, Kentucky. It's, like, on the border between Ohio, West Virginia, Ashland. and Kentucky. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a town. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> and not a whole lot of people, maybe, a, like, population of, like, 15K right now. Um, and... The interesting thing about that was like not a really racially diverse, not a really culturally diverse place. Not a whole lot going on except, you know, football and trucks, <laughs> basically. And but we happened to have an arcade uh, at at the mall, like a Namco arcade, where they just, you know, had Hydro Thunder and Mortal Kombat oh and stuff. <laughs> and uh, Arctic Thunder though. But one day I, I walked Thunder. in and they had Dance Dance Revolution third mix. Korean version 2, Ooh. which I didn't know at the time. I didn't know all that stuff. The hot but, one. Um, yeah, I, I started playing that with, with my friend Matt Hatfield, and we ended up meeting a bunch of people at, at the mall. I ended up just hanging out at the mall all day, every day for the rest of my life Thank because you. of that. But um, <laughs> we, we met a lot of people from like other school districts in, in the area, mm -hmm. which is like, if you live in a small town, like, 
especially a rural town where people live pretty far away from each other, there's there's not that much opportunity for kids to really mingle in like an extra school district kind of way where like I it was it was really interesting to me because this was the first time I had really encountered like hardcore gamers outside of my school. Like there were like three of us at my school and I met all these kids who were like really into anime and like, you know, video games and just all sorts of stuff that I had never even heard of. Like I remember when I first heard of people like listening to, I don't know, like bands, like, like mindless self-indulgence. Like I remember someone mentioned that and I was just like, what, what's that? All I've ever heard of is like Leonard Skinner, you know, <laughs> video game music, basically, and just like getting, getting. I think no matter where you are, uh, no matter what size place you are, if if you have that arcade atmosphere, if you have like a bunch of people coming to one place to to, to play, you're you're going to end up meeting a more interesting group of people than you would if you just stayed at home. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if that really was what you're getting at. Yeah, um, I think it's it's interesting, I guess, like, density of people and density of machines. Like, a lot of that correlates. So the yeah. more people you have in an area like L.A., you're just going to have more arcades, which means more machines. Yeah. And so, in but in a place like Ashland, Kentucky, you might have a lot of people coming from very far away oh, to yeah. play this there, one game. Like, definitely, like, either the... Just like, there wasn't any other machine for a really, really big area. Yeah, you know, like hundred, like hundred fifty miles. There wasn't anything else. Yeah. So everyone would come from like the out in the hollers to play DDR, and you just get the just the the craziest mix of people. There was there was a guy who was like fifty years old who would, who was playing at our arcade, and he just like I don't know how he got it. He he I guess he had a home version or something, but he was like into it, and like I don't think I had ever really carried on a conversation with anyone who was fifty outside of my grandparents before that. Yeah. And it was it was just a really great experience. There was there was that reminds me of uh, I when I used to play at Catskill Laser Tag in New York City. Or not New York City, just New York. Uh, there was uh, like a kid who came and played who was like six or seven years old. He was like actually like beasting twelve, so it was really cool. <laughs> but his dad was there with him obviously. And like again, like I had a conversation with like a real conversation. Yeah. A, like not my family, not my aunts and uncles, and just like people who I'm just like teachers, like I'm forced into that interaction. We would just talk about like cool things like life and concerts and yeah. you know what's going on in the world and whatever. Like, so it's and again, it comes back to the walks of life thing, but al almost like a level separated because I consider this like this dad my friend, but he doesn't actually like play the game either, he just like is there yeah. for his son. So I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, you get to just meet people who don't even play DDR. Yeah, like, like the arcade so techs. Cool. Yeah. I was, like, one of the techs that we had at our arcade, <laughs> he, he just became, like, a, a friend to the, to the whole scene. And yeah. And you walk in, and everyone's like, hey, Joe, how's it going? And then Joe would give us tokens for no reason. <laughs> and it was good it was going great. Joe. Good old yeah. token Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, I, I grew up with a ton of machines near me. I grew up in Orange County, so... Um, I, my home machine was Lake Forest Nickel Nickel, which uh, shut down, <laughs> I don't know, six years ago. <laughs> Some like ridiculous amount of, <clears throat> ridiculous number of people played there. The community in SoCal was intense. It was really intense. I can imagine. Uh, and this yeah. is for In the Groove. So um, prior to me, there was the whole like SPF uh, crew that played DDR. Um, the only person I'm really I really talk to is Johnny Sheridan JSB, um, 
he was obviously like very dominant. He's really good. But I like I was the generation after that, and we all grew up playing in the group too. So there was like a Dedicab at Lake Forest. There was a Dedicab um, like at the mall in Glendale. There were like hanging out like, at the mall. Yeah, there was like again, yeah, bowling out. There's like random arcades uh, that just had in the group too. Um, and like every every arcade in SoCal is DDR, like every single one yeah. ever. Um, so it was really accessible. Um, every uh, arcade has its own microcosmic community. It's just like really interesting. Um, yeah, definitely talk to like moms and dads, which is like I mean, when when would when do you do that at that age? Like, yeah, you, you don't. You don't. Yeah. You just don't do that. Um, but yeah, I think like the um, for something you said early on, like really like triggered like this thought which was um arcades are like a safe haven like at least that's the way i saw them growing up like there were a lot of things happening in my life that i was trying to run away from mm -hmm. and i'm not condoning that you should go run away to an arcade from your problems that's not what i'm saying at all but i'm but like it was that space for me because i had it was like group therapy you yeah. know what i mean so like I would I would even even these random one off parents like great um, but usually it was like we all like uh, go on forums which is like a foreign concept now and with the advent of like you know social media and um, yeah we just like talk about meeting up and then we go meet up and it was just like yeah let's just like play DDR and like joke around and be kids and not have to worry about responsibilities and that was like uh, I, I forget what you said exactly but um, that is kind of that's how I. When I think, when I reflect back on my time spent in arcades playing rhythm games, especially dance games, um, I think of arcades as like a safe haven of sorts, or group therapy. It's just yeah, the definitely. Middle. It's really interesting for me, like in a similar vein, like but even just playing at home, DDR was just like a way that I be, like improved my mood. Whatever my mood yeah, was, yeah. it improved. So it's, like I used to like if I had a bad day at school, which happened a lot, like yeah. I would just go downstairs and I'd start playing DDR. And like it was impossible for me to like stay frowning while I was playing. Like there's something about, especially the music and stuff. It's just like when you're playing Candy Heart, like you can't be sad. I'm sorry, yeah, it's just it's, such a it's good really, song. It's gonna be like, can you just even imagine, like knowing Jeff, how happy he must have been when he got his first AAA? Like, <laughs> Dude, like, I took my first AAA at home. What was on, it? It was Kick the Can on DDR Extreme USCS. That was my first PFC. Nice. Uh, and I took it with like a disposable camera because that's all that was <laughs> around me. That's all we had. We, we, we were. I, I took. I took pictures at the arcade with disposable cameras that you had to turn in at the photo center. Dude, to get developed. Uh, I, had, I never did that. I never did. That. I had camera. I had like a digital camera for a while, and like some of the memory was out. That was like you had to worry about your memory cards. That was a problem. Yeah. And like one of them got so slow that like I had to turn the knob of like oh getting it God. to start taking a photo, and like the shutter would like come out and. And then by that time, the ten seconds yeah, on extreme was just. You have to leave it just... on, while yeah, while exactly. Because otherwise, like I take a picture and it's like when it already went away. Oh I'm my like, god! Fuck. Well, so here, here's the thing. Oh, what were you gonna say? My, my first home version uh, AAA's. I took pictures with a, a disposable camera that had a flash. Oh yeah. So it's just <laughs> yeah, flash. Yeah, classic like, mistake. You could see like a AAA just a flicker. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. I was gonna say like. Uh, it feels really good to play until it doesn't. Because we, well, we've talked about mental have, stuff. Like you have. So we, I know. We've, I won't get into it. But, but, but I, when you but, when you are just starting out, totally, and Every, like it yeah, is just. I totally agree. And even now, like yeah. if you yeah. take away all the competitive stuff in me, 
if you put me on a DDR machine and you make me play one-sided love, like no bar, <laughs> 0.25x, which I love doing on flat or something, I you, like. You have a problem, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm just happy when I'm playing it because it's such yeah. a good song. Like as soon as I, if I can just like shut out the whole like I'm trying to MSC this, I'm trying to get a score, yeah. and like I actually turn into a very different player. And it's just someone who just loves DDR, and I just want to like yeah, play the game. It's, yeah, it's it's hard not to love it. I think for me, it, it was it was a really great escape because you know there's with DDR you have so many things going on at the same time. Like we we we've said this so many times, where you're you're watching the screen, you're moving your body, you're you're flexing all your muscles, you're hearing <laughs> don't you dare music, stand next to him. You're hearing oh, music shit. blasting, and it's like. <laughs> You're totally, completely immersed in the situation. Yep. You're if you're if you're doing well, you're synchronized with the machine. It it gives you this feeling like you're just like melting into the universe. And I I think <laughs> melting like, melting like the McFlurry on your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's I, I I found it really healing, especially as a kid, where like I always had a hard time paying attention to one thing for a long time, or like there were a lot of things that I didn't want to think about and with DDR, you basically can't think about anything else because yeah. you're just—it's just—it's so yeah. loud. Yeah. And, yeah. It does have that healing vision, and yeah. the music uh, is happy. And like, if if you're a sad kid, DDR is basically the the perfect thing for you. Yeah. Like, it gives you exercise. Like, it blasts you with happy music. <laughs> um, makes you, yeah, the exercise part makes you feel good. Um, put makes you in better shape. Yeah. I feel like with DDR, it was the first time I ever had any exercise outside of gym class. Yeah, and I which hated I gym class. Gym yeah, class. gym class sucks. Yeah, and like eventually I started getting to the point where it was like, okay, like I could actually run around the block now and not be winded. Yeah. And yeah. that's like a huge thing. There yeah, yeah, I don't know what else to say, yeah. but DDR's I have, good. I, I have some questions from people on Twitter. Let's do it. And I'm gonna uh, open my phone and try to look at them. Okay. Jess from Twitter asks have you ever gotten negative comments from other people from playing DDR so much? Mm. And I, I don't know about DDR so much. I think I got a lot of negative comments for playing at all. It was just oh, like, yeah, yeah. like I mean, oh, you play DDR? Like that's everyone I used to you say that's gay, which is Jess, a ridiculous Jess, thing. That was Jess. Jess. So Jess, I to this day get made fun of for being like a. You can decide how relevant I am, but prominent member in the dance game community. Um, and I don't understand why. Because I it's mean, like it's, 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 it makes sense just given like the cultural environment and, and everything. Let people like stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I don't understand. But, just I, let people like I like stuff. it. I think it's that there's like, actually what? something good that comes from this where like I, I got a lot of that when I was playing DDR as a teen too. People would just like walk by in the mall. Yeah, answer like, that question. Like, yes. Like, what are you doing? All. What are you doing? And yeah. like they would just like make fun of yeah. you yeah. or, you know. But. It was actually kind of good to kind of develop a thick skin about about that sort of thing, where That's like true. it's like you know what I'm going to keep doing this regardless of what mm -hmm. you people are saying. Yeah, and I think that like developing that helps you become a better person because then the stuff that people says, the stuff that people say doesn't bother you as much. Yep, and like just deciding to do something despite everyone else thinking it's stupid is huge yeah i think it gave me right. a huge confidence boost when like i first started thinking about like not being embarrassed to play at the arcade especially with a lot of people around yeah and not like i used to have you know a fear of 
letting people know that I played or because like I kept getting comments that like when I did tell someone that I played that I would get like oh that's that's so stupid like why do you do that right yeah and so yeah like I it, it really like reinforces that the only way I mean this happens to this day with drunk Dave and Buster's patrons like you know screaming at you but like you can't really control what they're gonna do. Yeah. You can only control how you react to things. Right. Absolutely. And I think growing up, I was awful at how I reacted to things. Yeah. Like I, I would flip out. I would Same. flip out. I would throw tantrums. <laughs> like I used to like, and it's very like thinking about it, it's very cringy. Yeah. Like because I definitely didn't handle things in like a mature way or a way that like made it better. I actually probably made it worse by like engaging with these people. Yeah. And now it's a lot. A lot of it is just like okay, let it roll off. Like, yeah. But you, the thing is, you probably are able to do that now because you went through all Absolutely. Of that's that's kind of what yeah. I'm getting at. It's like what you're saying is totally true. Like I'm not that I'm thrilled that people like think that what I do is weird or stupid mm-hmm. or that I'm holding the bar and I shouldn't be. For some reason that everyone latches onto that. <sighs> but <laughs> the not, whole thing so it's like funny. if you're going to nitpick on at anything, it's just yeah. like why why that, yeah. you know? Because why, yeah. why that one thing? In any case, my my strategy now is I am like overly arrogant. Um, like when people like even jokingly make fun, I'm like, yeah, I'm literally one of the best players in the world. Like I'm like in the top hundred. I literally know everybody that's better than me. Like, like is is that bad? Like, yeah, like, I, I I don't know. I, I, just, I feel I just, like I'm because I joke around because I I know that I know that they can't possibly be serious now. Like, yeah, I think now they're just like really like that's crazy. Like I've never met anyone that. Blah, well, blah, as soon as you engage like, with them in like a way that yeah. catches them you off just guard, joke, you just joke with they them. just yeah exactly. Well, they're like as soon as they realize the context around it, like wait, yeah. you actually are like oh that's cool. Like they don't realize that they're Depends you're gonna person. give them a reaction yeah. that like is it's almost like kill them with kindness, but like you're really you're not like giving them the reaction that they were going for. for of, like sure. dude, shut up. Like you're actually just like engaging with them and they're like, oh, that's not what I expected. But I definitely agree with, I reacted poorly in the past. Uh, I agree that like for random drunk bystanders or passersby, you just kind of be like, cool dude, like there's no point in talking to them. Like you yeah, just you I mean, try to disengage there's... or just focus on what you're doing and let them be like whatever they want to be. I don't know, that's kind of my idea. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think with, as a teenager, dealing with this sort of thing, um, I mean, I feel like the the thick skin kind of developed pretty fast. And the the nice thing about playing DDR in public, and I don't know if anyone who's in the chat is like playing at home and they're not playing in public yet, but if, if you haven't played at the arcade, just go do it. It's going to change your life, basically. Yeah. It changed my life. I, I wouldn't be where I am today. I, I met a lot of the people that I know. Most of, the, most of my good friends are from dance games mm-hmm. um, probably wouldn't have moved to San Francisco wouldn't have moved to, to Ohio um, and I don't know I'm, I was going to start rambling but basically like I remember as a teenager no self-confidence um, no no ability to, to handle criticism or like you know any kind of heckling by anyone uh, no social status in any kind of scene mm-hmm. And with DDR, lots of lots of things can happen. So if, if you're if you're on the fence about going to play publicly, just go do it. Um, it it helped me like get girls. I remember I, I, I had no idea how to how to interact with with girls before that. And with DDR, it's like the thick skin thing really helped because eventually girls from my high school would come to the, to the mall and they would be they would see me playing at the arcade and I'd be like, oh, how's it going? This is this thing that I do all the time. And they're like, oh, that's that's, <laughs> that's kind of weird, but 
cool. Yeah. yeah. And like even that sort of thing just makes you just better at socializing. Yeah. And yeah. first first few relationships came from DDR, and like yeah. I think that's a common common story from from most dance game players. And does that happen with with other video games? Yeah. Maybe. 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 Um, but either way, it's like I definitely wouldn't be the person I am today without DDR. Yeah. I, I think we both echo that. Yeah, I think I, uh, I definitely wouldn't be like in San Francisco right now if not for DDR. Like I, uh, I wrote about DDR on my college admissions application. That was my that's, essay. That's pretty dope. Which is like the like I had to spin it in a way that was like I because I I also helped get it for my high school. It's like I put in like I got funding and I put it in the cardio room and I showed leadership blah blah yeah. blah whatever. But it was also just a way for me to talk about DDR and something that I loved. And I think the passion came through, and then I came to California for school, and then I got a job in the area. Like, so it it opened so many doors for me, and it's just crazy to think that it like did I know that like I couldn't have foretold that my life would change forever by like seeing the game in an arcade one day randomly in New Jersey. Like, but here we are, and like I we like yeah. I wouldn't know you, I wouldn't yeah. know you. Yeah, I, I definitely. And yeah, I'm I like, know you guys. I feel you know. Uh, like good about all the relationships that I've built up with people Absolutely. as a result of this game. I, I like, feel like it's I, such a good group of people. It is a good. I, group I talk people. to people at work or you know various places, and like you know in, in a conversation, I'll, I'll it'll it'll come up where I'm like, oh, I know this guy who blah 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 <laughs> who who works for this company. He's you know et cetera et cetera et cetera, and they're like. How do you know all these random people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I, everywhere. When I moved to California, I knew people. Yeah. Like, I didn't have any any family here. Actually, the closest person I knew was Dalton, who lived in Fresno at the time. Yeah. And like, I I spent my first Thanksgiving in California with Dalton in at his home. Like, his dad was nice enough to have me over, and that's like so yeah. cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I really, went from not awesome. knowing anyone. I wouldn't have known anyone for thousands of miles, and instead, I had a dance game friend. And felt like I had like a little family yeah. uh, at one Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, I always say like you, you can go to basically any major city yeah. in the country, if not the world, and have a couch to sleep on. Yo, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've couch surfed in crazy places. Yep. Yeah. So could you talk about sort of travel, like yeah. tournaments? And... Yeah, yeah. Well, hang on one second. I just to Justice's question, I believe we kind of ramble all over the place. But yeah, well, that's the point of the show, I, right? I feel like that's fair. I feel like uh, we should leave with what Jeff said, which is like what I really like at least. Um, you can't control what others do, but you can control how you react. I think that's a very good life lesson. So, yeah. Yeah. so yes, to answer your question, we all like got made fun of or whatever, but just keep in mind what he said and you'll be fine. So I just wanted to yeah. like, and I wanted to like, Period that. Yeah, and last thing before we move on to travel stuff, uh, there was also a really funny Japanese DDR, uh, a Japanese tweet about music games that uh, like was floating around yesterday, or the day before, and it was like uh, like the the biggest hurdle for various games, and like two of them is like the airs, and my my is the double taps and stuff, and you get down to DDR and it says shyness, like it's kind of like almost a joke, but not really, yeah. like uh, but it was it's actually like a true thing. You have to if you want to get good at DDR. You have to overcome the shyness of playing in a public arcade, yeah. and uh, that's hard. It's not easy, but once you do, like your life changes as a result of it. So absolutely, foot eye that. coordination is also necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so traveling, yeah, yeah. So like, have there, like, do you think that you would have seen as much of the U.S. or as much of the world? Definitely not. Hell no. Yeah. yeah. Also, and, like, can I just say how bitter I am about missing by one place? the free trip to Amsterdam, because that's effed up. For, uh, for IGG? Nat 06. Oh, and Nat then, 06, okay. and then I won Nat 07, 
uh, versus it was there no one really good one. It was just me and Justin in the finals, and we didn't get anything. Neither no. of us, wow. which is really wow. sad. Anyways, I just want to say that when I think travel and dance games, I'm like, oh, it was one song because Damien and I lost. Uh, he beat me on a tiebreaker. Oh, okay. And I was like, you could go now. Free? <laughs> yeah, you I could, but I have to pay for it, which yeah. is fine. But anyways, uh, sorry, I cut you off. Anyway, it was more just like, like, are there sure. any? So we, I think we're all in consensus that we would have traveled. We wouldn't have been so, around yeah. the country, around the world as much if not for DDR. But like, are there any really cool experiences that Roger you can think of? I, I just remember the first time I went to a tournament outside of my area. Uh, I, my grandparents drove me like 150 miles away to uh, Columbus, Ohio, and I mm-hmm. went to a tournament at Magic Mountain East. Oh yeah, MME, MME, MME classic. Two, um, in 2003, and it was just like. I I had never been to like a major gaming event or anything before. It was, it was totally insane. How old were you? Um I was I was 15, I was 15, 16, something like that. And eventually like you know, we 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 did that. Uh drove to Tennessee for a tournament, um to Illinois, to to Indiana, just so many places around where I'm from that like I I would have had no reason to go. I would have had no reason to be like, "Hey, my family, will you please drive me <laughs> to this place like multiple hours away so I can like jump around for a little while? Um, and as I got older, it just kind of escalated eventually. So it was like, okay, I'll just, I'll fly to Boston for for a tournament, or yeah. I'll 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 go to Seattle or yeah. California or yeah. whatever. And having a reason to do that is really cool. Yeah. Um, it, I feel like if without DDR. I probably would have traveled eventually, but I wouldn't have done it when I was like mid-teens. That's why. And yeah. I might even still be in my hometown without TDR, yeah. and that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, totally. I I mean I I got to go to Japan for Japan, KAC. Yeah. Like this, I think about like I could talk for a lot of time about how I traveled in the U.S. Like I went to Ohio, I went to Pennsylvania all the time. I ate sheets, which was the Sheets is the best, and I wouldn't have. Uh, there's no sheets in New Jersey, so, so. sponsor us. Yeah, sheets. please. Sheets and Soylent and yeah. Look at this. Look at computers. this tasty beverage right here. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Um, but one thing that I really like, it just strikes me as so ridiculous, is I uh I got to study abroad in Japan in 2013, and this was like right like two weeks after DDR 2013 came out, and so there were like brand new songs I had never heard before, and like. I, monkey business was the first extra stage and there was like this whole thing to try to pass Jesus it Christ. only the expert the challenge wasn't even oh, out okay. yet I was gonna say that's really hard yeah. Jesus. Um, but like learning the stops and slow down was like super fun and it just like I knew some Japanese but not enough to like really have a conversation with people and I remember uh, Brosoni reached out to me and was like uh, like we're gonna be at this arcade at this time on like a Saturday or something like do you want to come and hang out and I was like, sure, let's let's do it. So I took a train from Kyoto down to Osaka, and then I like navigated around weird streets and back alleys, and eventually found this weird round one. And I had like the coolest experience of my life playing DDR with other people because I could not understand what anyone was talking about. <laughs> like only DDR. It, well, it was. Because, like, when a lot of people, like, if I was talking one-on-one with them, they would, like, dumb down their Japanese level and, like, try to speak on my terms and with words that I understood. But a lot of them were talking with each other. And they're speaking as fast as they can, as fast as they normally do. Mm -hmm. And with all the complicated words and slang. Like, a lot of Japanese that I learned was from a textbook that didn't have 
yeah. slang in it. <laughs> and here I am, like, trying to understand what these Japanese players are saying. But at the same time, there was, like, this... It, DDR was the universal language sure. of, like... It was the common denominator we all shared. So someone would ask me, like, do you want to play together? And we, everyone likes to take a picture of, like, you logging in together and you both yeah. get your, your names on, on the screen. And, like, I'd pick a song, they'd pick a song. We'd, you know, congratulate each other. Like, it was just... I. Would I do that with That's any so other cool. activities? That's like, really cool. how how crazy is this game that yeah. I can interact with people who I can barely understand, yeah. and still have a great time, and still feel like it's like a meaningful thing? And there is just like you were saying in the very beginning, like we already have so much in common. Yeah. So it's making that like barrier just lessened. And paranoia is the same in every language. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> the guy looks the same. God. In every, in every, oh my in every god. Mix. Yeah. So, uh, what was I getting at? Oh yeah, one of my friends, Kyo, who shoutouts to Kyo, he Great like, point. he came by with Red Bull and just like, he was like, yeah, we're gonna be up late. And he just like gave out Red Bull to everyone. And like, we were there until 5am when the network shut down. And it's just like, it's like kid what? Fantasy. This, this is, yeah, this yeah. is super crazy. I'm in a, four, I'm in a country 3,000 miles away from where I normally live. And I'm able to like, integrate into this place. Like, a bunch of my uh, classmates, they just like hung out with their host families or with each other or at school. And I was at the arcade playing instead and like meeting local players yeah. and learning Japanese through talking to them and figuring out how to say speed mods and how to say crossover and totally. PFC and all this like all the lingo I was trying to get down. And I just, I can't believe that that's a thing. In this my is life. so similar to what I experienced last year, yeah. which was, yeah, it's just, it's really, because these, uh, these kids in Bangkok, they, they spoke broken English it wasn't like it wasn't it didn't seem fluent but they knew enough to like make some conversation but I totally echo your point like it's actually amazing how uh, this game enables that kind of thing yeah and just like oh Omi, didn't you go to uh, Rocky Mount like 8 or I did Was yeah you, uh, why would I ever go to Rocky Mount North Carolina ever for anything well but I, I just remember seeing a but picture I did. of you guys on a plane with Ryan and JT, I think. And Cody, yeah. And and just the thought, like, you're <laughs> traveling across the country for a DDR tournament? Like, why would we what? do that if it yeah. wasn't for this game? Like, why why would we ever go... Why would four SoCal people, for, like, a non-business, non-family reason, just, like, go to, like, the to other Ohio. side of the country? To Ohio. Not even, though, like, to just, Ohio. Yeah, just, like, this... No, it's or, uh, or North, North Carolina. Carolina. Just, like, the South, Carolina. right? Well, they're they're not that different. Like, yeah, <laughs> like if you're like traveling across no like offense, New York City. But no. what are we gonna do in North Carolina that we can't do in California? That's kind of what I mean, right? Like we we got it. We were luckily we're very lucky. We have everything in California. We got beach, mountains, like desert, like literally whatever we want. It's here. So I don't know, but um, but you know this game really brings people together, and I, that tournament was so fun. I had so much fun, and like we stayed with Josh, and it was insane, and like he had like twenty people at his house, and like. I don't know. Um, I that was the first tournament. I so Flash beat me. I think I got third. I don't remember. But that was the first tournament with like Flash was like a legitimate ITG god. Um, he had some crazy scores and like. Anyways, that's a whole other story. Yeah, traveling, traveling. It's I definitely wouldn't have done done it as much. And I, I think that nowadays with the esports, people are probably doing it with other games, mm -hmm. like you know fighting games especially. Um, you know, there's there's tournaments all over the place, especially things like Evo and uh, anime cons are always always yeah. reasons to each game has a circuit as well. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, anime, I probably wouldn't care about. I, I probably probably would have been a weeaboo 
regardless. <laughs> just Would I have been a weeaboo if not for DDR? Because I was super into video game music and yeah. JRPGs and stuff, but yeah. like to the level of being like, maybe I should learn Japanese, <laughs> or maybe yeah. I should just go to this anime convention just because they I know they have a DDR machine and, and a tournament. Yeah. And like that that was really cool. Just yeah. getting integrated into that scene. The, the the nice part about DDR is that there's there's intersection with so many other kinds of like uh, just weird scenes. There's yeah. like DDR is closely related to the to the furry scenes, closely related to the 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 weeaboo scene. A lot of like the cyberpunk people are into yeah, it. Video game music and like uh, chiptune. Yeah, like, chiptune people. They're, they're, it, you're right. It does kind of cross a lot of different fighting uh, games. Yeah, again. timing and everything. Like mm -hmm. competitive gaming, just sort of leads itself to DDR as well. And just yeah, that's that's an interesting. I think that's one of the weirdest things about me is like I never ascribe to the like Japanophile stuff, and I don't know why. Like I I still like it's. I'm probably gonna go to Japan this year, and I'm probably gonna play a shit ton of video games. But I like, mean, you I gotta never... go for K for KAC. I'm I I will I will actually like. Everyone, I will go commit. to KAC. I will it's going to be so fun. Go to KAC. Yeah, I, I, I would totally commit to that. Um, but yeah, I think for, for me, like, um, I agree that I have, it's, uh, meeting people, people, mm -hmm. that's where the emphasis should be. Meeting people has uh, impacted, like, what I'm into because yeah. my, my friends I make through the game like stuff and then I like that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, was, I was less on the path of we, we abuism. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just, I, I think I was already on the path from yeah, growing up think, and yeah. being exposed to, like, yeah. Mario and Final Fantasy and, yeah. like, Dragon Ball Z and all that stuff to just kind of just get programmed Fair. in there. I just wanted to read the instructions on Extreme. Yeah. I was, like, so yeah. frustrated that, like, Seriously. I'm playing this game and I have no idea what, what the screen's saying. Yeah, just, like, and the so magical I... moment of, like, when you can read, like, height and you're like... This is yes and no. Yeah. I can read this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's totally amazing. Okay, so we got another question. Uh, Galgal on Twitter asks, "Would you say the niche nature of rhythm games has an impact on the mutual bonds players have compared to league or like basketball?" I I definitely think so. I think there's like a. I think it can read a little bit of elitism. That's um, true. Where a lot of people think that. These games are better than the other games. I mean, it's like a hipster thing, right? Like, yeah. oh, I like something that no one else likes, and that makes me better. Yeah. But, yes. There's like, definitely, like, a... I would probably consider Bimani, like, probably the hardest core of hardcore gaming. Maybe it's not true, but that's probably just my elit elitist bias coming out. Um, you're so elitist. But definitely, you. definitely, I think so. Like, everyone knows what... Street Fighter is. Everyone knows what Mario is, but yeah. does everyone know what poppin' music is? I was yeah. just gonna say, just watch, just watch Duel, Duel, Dulce play 2DX, and you're just gonna be like, okay, I'm not never gonna do anything ever in life. Yeah. Like, that's like that. <laughs> it's like, over. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's nice that DDR is, like, combines so many different elements of, like, uh, like there's the happy hardcore kind of music and the flailing around part of the exercise thing. Like, it's hard to um, like if someone else plays, it's hard to feel a bond with them because there's so much going on and there's so many different parts and components to it mm -hmm. that like I maybe this isn't some, maybe again this is just like a bias. I don't play competitive Street Fighter, but like I can imagine that it's kind of like a, a silent activity and like you kind of just like sit it, sit down and you like a lot of the cabs aren't even like they're like you're facing. If there's any fighting game people in the chat, feel free to correct us. Yeah, I just remember, I know, like, Sunnyvale Golfland had, like, two Street Fighter 4 cabinets, and, like, people were 
like you, it was you facing a screen and then a screen facing the other player. So you not like you didn't really talk to them or like yeah, but fighting games you can play at home and you can like you know you're in the same room and it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm thinking about like if I'm at the arcade with someone like and we want to play and there's a line like we're gonna play together and we have to like. Like, negotiate. Negotiate. Yeah, yeah. Like, why don't you pick a song first, and then I'll pick a song. Exactly. And yeah. then, like, so, like, it, it, it's hard to, uh, not be friends with the people that are around you as long as they're not just because like, you have forced to interact. You have, yeah, you have to so interact with them so many ways. Together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. well, all right. Uh, <laughs> nah. that, that's a whole different. <laughs> not, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, not a lot. But the fact that it's like it, it is a niche <laughs> game, but like it, it comes from so many angles that like it makes it really easy to talk to someone and it kind of like forces that communication between people so i have a different angle so i i'm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate actually i actually think that uh what were the what were the other examples basketball, basketball and, league. and league like league of legends yeah um i think that it has no no i'm not gonna say nothing it has little to do with the niche nature of this game and more like just listen to like the three of us talk about like what we found in the game, right? Like I think that um, I'm not saying only people that are outcasts, social outcasts at a young age, um, like play this game. But I'm I think that the people that gravitate towards, like I agree with you that I, I don't know if it's the hardest, but it's very it's a very very hard game. All these games are very 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 hard. The rhythm games, um, the people the t the types of people that gravitate towards these types of games, I think, of are a certain nature. Yeah, they they and they so try, they that is to look what I for the, this too. the just the weird stuff. I think. Yeah, and like and whatever, you know, whatever those features or characteristics of these people are, whatever you want to say that they are, I think it has way more to do with the people that are coming to this game and not the niche. Or novelty factor, or or like popularity factor of the game. So yeah, but but I I don't know. I, I agree. It's with weird. That, I but I also think that kind of says like it it does reinforce like the niche nature because there are fewer people coming to it. You have yep. to feel closer <clears throat> and like you, the the characteristics make you uh, like already kind of on the same level as other people. Like you kind of have. The I agree. Same I agree with that. It's so a nature nurture thing. It, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, like it's like kind of a like whatever. one influences yeah. the other. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's a great question because it's like I think that so uh, this can this can go down a dark path that I'm happy to share. Um, but like I played basketball in high school, and I I didn't always have this beautiful face. I was very uh, like weird. I had like a weird shaped head. Like my nose was bigger than like the rest of my face for a long time, even though it's still huge. But it's like now it's actually like kind of proportional. Um, yeah, I just had like a lot of like physical issues and being a basketball player, um, I was made fun of by other jocks because like you, I didn't really feel like I had one group of friends. I had like lots of like, um, what's the right word? Acquaintances? That diasporic, that, di oh, like a yeah. diaspora, that's not the right word. I had like a, I had like slices of like diverse slices of friends, right? Like I had some AP nerd friends, some basketball friends, like some like, uh, ASB like popular friends like I just had like I didn't belong anywhere I belonged everywhere and nowhere kind of mm -hmm. thing right yeah and then with like this um, with these again like this is gonna go with like a long tangent but basically uh, I'll just say for now that like I think that it's the people that make it great but I agree that because it's maybe because of the nature of the game it attracts a certain type of audience so yeah it's interesting yeah 
Um, we have a lot of we have some time for Q and A and stuff. Do Dalton, are there any more? It's mostly just us ranting. Yeah. Yeah. Not ranting, but rambling. Yeah, rambling. We're just sort of like reminiscing. Let's yeah. talk about relationships. I my first girlfriend was from the music game community. Oh, same. And like not yeah. I, I don't know. Like I well, it, but it was also just like a like a social thing. Like as soon as I got integrated, especially going back to how people were usually older than I was. Like I learned how to be a human from these people who had yeah, already figured it out. Definitely. Like I realized, like they're not gonna like me if I act like immature and like a shitlord, where I'm just like being annoying. Like so, I was actually like on high alert all the time to, even though I was 15 and hanging out with these people, try to not act like you're 15. Try to act like you're 18. Maybe then they'll like you. And so yeah, I like that's hard. It is hard. Like it's I'm not saying I, I I never messed up. I definitely messed up a lot. But uh, by sort of being around people who I wanted to imitate, I sort of, I got the best qualities and learned how to be social. And turns out that you have to talk to girls to date them. So almost always, I think. Spoken like a it, guy it is true. <laughs> it is true. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I talked a little bit about like DDR gave me self-confidence because I was good. And then people just respected me, which means that you automatically have some some like status thing going on and there's there's some like evolutionary psychology bullshit that might factor in there but i don't know um i Even think now. i mean a it's not bullshit and b what do you want <laughs> some, of it's, some of it's bullshit some of it's bullshit but i think like yeah my first my first relationship i was in high school and she was in college and i remember just like mentioning it one day like because someone at school was like oh like you know, are you are you dating anyone? I was like, oh yeah, like, and and they were like, what school did she go to? I was like, oh, this this college up, up over here, and they're like, what are you what what are you doing? And I'm just like, you're lying too much. You have to say <laughs> she's from another school district, and you and you, like, you wouldn't know her. The the reason for that happening is because, like you just said, you have to try really hard to get on people's level. You know, like if you're interacting with someone who's 21 and you're 16 or 17, you just gotta kind of try hard. Yeah, and the trying hard. I think that's the thing that I like most about DDR is that it just made me try really hard at not everything, but most things. Yeah, you oh, know, I can relate to that so well. Yeah, that is, I, I, JT and I, uh, Tizza, uh, you know, you know, um, he and I, he and I, joke, I forget which one of us invented this phrase, but um, he and I joke about having Ash Ketchum syndrome because we just want to be the best. Yeah, it's like hard to do was. anything and. Yeah, not want to be the best. That is a hundred percent. But just like, it's also just improving. Like I now that I'm thinking about it, and again, I love this show because I can like come to revelations that I didn't know about before. But like <laughs> thinking about like even now, like I'm one of the best DDR players, but I have sort of taken the like melding. Like I want to be like someone else, and like I want to be the best in DDR. But also, I just want to like be better at this thing, and I've just started surrounding myself with people who are good at those yeah. things, so that I can like shout outs to to James and Charles. They're incredibly smart human beings and they know a lot about like hacking stuff and uh like i i, I love this place it's i incredible. don't know how to like hack stuff like they have done so many cool like we there was a, a capture the flag thing which is like a we're getting into like really nerdy things but like <laughs> a cybersecurity like basically puzzle like a series of puzzles and i worked for them for hours and hours and hours on a bunch of them and we're just like basically like breaking into systems and it's super cool and i'm thinking about it and i'm like i want to be good at this i want to like figure out how the internals of computers work like they do like they, yeah. they just know this stuff 
I need want to like surround myself with people that help me get better. And thinking about it, that's what I tried to do when I was when I wasn't good at being a social person and didn't know how to interact with other people around me. And DDR was like the gateway for that. Um, and now I have other gateways that have sort of opened up because of that. So that's a that's an interesting. I st I still do it with 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 all of you guys. Like yeah. I every, every week I feel like I learn something new from you or Chris. Um, and or just anyone else in the community, I'm like, oh, well, you know, this person, like, I see them, like, they just started this new hobby and they're already good at it. I wonder what it is that they're doing that made them get so good so quickly. Yeah. Maybe I could do that with the next thing I try. And yeah. like, mm -hmm. it's 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 really it's really great. I mean, we have stuff like book club. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to read more, and so I got involved with people. You have like, a book club? That's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Are you going to book club? I mean, once I move uh, on. Thursday. <laughs> sure. Cool. Yeah. Books are great. Yeah. I used I, to hate books. Now I like books. I sadly crazy. I, yeah. You used to hate books. That's actually surprising. I feel like everybody I know that books are is a nerd. I just is didn't a like. Reader. I didn't like reading what was forced on me by like. That's that's totally literature fair. class. That's I, mean, totally I don't care fair. about Huck Finn. Yeah. I, it's hard. <laughs> it's it's like hard to care about the classics sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But then I started good. reading stuff that, like about sci-fi and stuff that I actually like. It's cool. Cool. Um, I think we're we're just about at time. I think. Yeah. Uh, one well, one more question, then we'll 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 wrap up. Wesley asks. Uh, Wesley asks, "What do you want to, what do you want to be true in five years regarding DDR? What do you want to be true?" Yeah, I I, DDR continues, to be one of my favorite things. Maybe my favorite thing. I don't know. Um, my favorite thing, Supernova Two, <laughs> Allison Wade. And with Sorry. with Ace, the the way that it, that the community has come back, I I really hope that things keep going the way the way that they're going. Because if Konami keeps making DDR better, like as long as they don't make it worse, things will probably keep snowballing. And I mean, I hope DDR gets to the point of esports like everything else does. I think maybe some changes might have to go into the game to make things really like that, mm -hmm. but. It's, I think the possibility is there, and I, I really hope that happens, and I hope that I can still be good while that's happening. <laughs> what do you guys think? I have... Sort of on that yeah. Note, do, do you think 10 years ago, you would still be playing today? Yes. Yes. 10 years ago, you thought, in, in 10 years, I'm still going to be playing? Yeah. Yes. I, I, Easily. I have thought, ever since I started playing the game, I have thought, like, I, I keep thinking about when's the last time I'm going to step on a pad yeah. and play a song? And I'm gonna be ninety. I'm gonna be. Yeah. I, I I think seventy. Like I I don't know if I'll live to ninety, but like I think I can get to seventy, and yeah. and play like and triple A shit and be like. <laughs> that would be dope. I'm like I'm going to do it. I'm 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 gonna. You just you just inspired me to do it too. Hell yeah. Like and I I own I own a machine. I am not selling my machine. I don't yeah. care what yeah. happens. The, I, I'm I always think, gonna have a garage with a machine in it. Exactly. I think for me, like whenever whenever I got to the age where it was practically possible to buy a machine, the reason I wanted one is so I could always have one, even if they all disappeared. Exactly. Because I was so afraid that that yeah, was exactly. actually going to happen, because it looked like it was. Yeah, mm -hmm. for a long time. And now maybe it won't for a while. Someday it probably will. But even if all the arcades are gone and all the official machines aren't on the network anymore, I'll still have a machine. And hopefully by then... Anyone else can just 3D print one. They just totally. download the plans and just press 
press print and you just have a DDR press machine. upgrade. <laughs> yeah. You would deep download a DDR. I would download a DDR. I'd, I'd download a heartbeat. What yeah. about? Well, or yeah, what do you think DDR will be in five years or? Um, where, do you want, where do you want it to be? It's yeah, it's hard to say. Like I actually am thinking about the esports thing kind of seriously. Um, I floated an idea by Ryan, and uh, I'm not going to say too much, but I am thinking about investing. So it would be. It would I, be cool. I want to make it an esport, and whether I play or not, um, I think that like I, I said before, I think watching Jeff and Chris play is like probably like my favorite thing to do gaming wise just like watch them play because it's ridiculous. yeah it's crazy um you don't go to san jose much but i have the luxury of playing with chris like often enough where i'm just like dude like i just i don't i, I just i like don't even understand how it's physically possible to do like any like four on like antimatter challenge or, just, or five whatever he has it's just yes, like you can do it he has four yeah it's just, it. but it's just i like, can't do it but it's just like i see that and it's just like sure i i i know having having been at a top uh Having been at a peak at one point, I know I can climb the peak again. But at this point, it just seems so far fetched, right? But um, no, I'm like, I'm like pretty into. Um, so I want. I don't know. It's, I have so many thoughts. Basically, I want to keep playing, but I also want to have my role in the community evolve so that I can like try to throw money around to make good things happen. That's kind of how I feel about where I'm at. In five years, I hope that the things that I did um, and gave back, the things I gave back, did something. That's yeah, kind of, that's, I, kind of how I that's that's why we're doing the show. I know, is so which is why people, I love it. Yeah. I think it's so a people idea. can recognize this as something that people are willing to put time and money and effort and energy into making content that's like about making DDR more accessible to everyone. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I hope that well many more people keep doing it. I hope we keep doing it. We will. Yeah. Um, we've, got, we've got a lot of ideas about what we can do, and we're going to continue with SF Evolved and plan tournaments, um, videos, content, like as much as we can. Um, yeah. What, what do you think? I just want, I think, I just want the skill ceiling to like, keep improving yeah. and the skill floor to move with it. Cause I think that's really an, an interesting trend that's happened where people get good much faster lately. And it's insane. like the, like it used to take you months to get out of like, to get to heavy or expert. And now people do it in weeks sometimes. And that's just like blows my mind. And so I want to see like the, that sliding window, like keep going up so that like, you know, you're you know, you start playing and after a couple of months you can PFC sixteens. Wouldn't that be crazy? But that's like that That's Spencer. It's possible. Yeah, or but there's tons of people who like yeah. have gotten so good so quickly and if you had asked me that like I I'll be playing DDR for as long as I live, but if you'd asked me ten years ago about how like what would be the new like middle song or like the gold standard of like or what people shoot for, like I couldn't have imagined that what I what I would have said would have been like cake for everyone who starts playing now sure. and like I so I want to see the community evolve like in a positive way via like if this through groups like SF evolves I know there's like Atlanta has a music game commuter community uh, like Michigan. Michigan has one yeah like I love seeing the groups that are that are evolving and forming around these around this game and I want to see us all continue to help each other yeah um, totally. so I want I want DDR to if anything's about it gonna be true like I want it to be more accessible then in five years than it is now yep. i want it to be a better game and uh you know sort of for yeah, everyone I, I really hope konami pays attention to what's happening in the us and i hope they 
invest more more in our our stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's like 10 card lines literally every weekend. Yeah. San Jose is crazy right now. There you go. And I it's hard to even figure out when you to play it. here because I'm like, yeah. what, when can I go? I have, I've, I've got two days this weekend where I'm like, I'm going to play DDR all day. But what that really means is I'm going to be standing at the arcade all day and playing like five or six times. Yeah. Which is okay with me, but... That's why like, I'm not looking forward to Dave & Buster's. Well, what, what if, what if <laughs> there was a machine at Dave & Buster's and there was a machine at the movie theater downtown? There was a machine at yeah. the bowling alley? And yeah. There, what if there was one at every place like there used to be? Yeah. And that's that's what I want. Like I, it's it's hard. People get people yeah. get frustrated because there's long lines, and the the solution is not people should stop playing or like scrubs should go home or anything. It's we need more machines. Like let's get more machines so that everyone can play on a machine that is you know in good condition yeah. and doesn't have a huge line. Yeah. But sometimes huge lines are good because then you just start start talking to people and yeah. uh, interacting. That's but, also something. That's also a skill that you learn to develop, being waiting in line for something. You, know, like, <laughs> you gotta wait in line a lot for DDR. And sometimes. it's like you learn how to check I, your I phone. To, I used really to hate it. As they I used say to hate it, but like yes. now it's like you know, like I'll wait my turn and I'll try to maximize the amount of return that I get out out of the the songs that I play. Yeah. All right, I think we're gonna we're wrapping it up now. We uh, hope you guys enjoyed the conversation, uh, and thank you for watching and. Thank, Thank you, you for playing. playing.